Ian. Yes, Dave. Welcome to the Apex Adjacent Podcast, Ian. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. What is this show all about? <laughs> Politics, ostensibly. <laughs> but you know what? It's going to be a return to form this evening. Nothing is blown up, it, you know, like crazy bad. Uh, it's just been like the standard level of bad, right? Or a slightly... Right, yeah. exactly. So we're well, actually... We're return to normal and talk about poop for yeah, an hour? Poop, a little, some of that. Some cars. And as, as is a um, foundational pillar of this show, let's also um, start with one of us apologizing. <laughs> so our good buddy Jared in Kansas City sent an email, and I really appreciate your email, Jared, uh, because I went a little too hard on Kansas City last week. Um, I was all, I'm still just, uh, you know, very shell-shocked from all of the Trump stuff. And uh, so it's very easy to get me riled up. I often live up to the ginger stereotype of uh, being very quick to anger. I will certainly own that. Um, uh, but yeah, so I wanted to uh, apologize because I do feel like I went a little too hard on Kansas City. So Kansas City specifically. Um, the rest of the state of Missouri can suck it. But <laughs> 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 don't get me started on branson all right um <laughs> but kansas city has some fantastic cultural aspects it has one of the greatest art museums in the midwest it destroys the denver art museum like the nelson atkins museum of art is amazing uh town topic like uh, like so many nostalgia things from like my family and my father and stuff like that so many legitimately good things uh, and some very, very good people. And our buddy Jared is one of them. My buddy Joe, the photog the incredible photographer. You know, like these are people that like, and Jared used to live in Denver, right? So he's, yes. now he has that place he can actually afford and no traffic, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, like oftentimes I think of people that like embrace Kansas City and I think of my buddy Joe um, and my dad and uh, they really had that in common. So it's, it's something that I think fondly of. So I went a little hard on Kansas City. I, I apologize. And thank you for your email, Jared. I really appreciate it. Well, I accept your apology. <laughs> on behalf of everybody who's been to Kansas City once. Right, right. Or done the, like, well, I've driven through, right? Right, right. Yeah. No, I've actually stayed in Kansas City. It was lovely. Um, but I think we, we all do this with our, with our hometown. People who made a very conscious decision to leave their hometown. Yes. Like they do that. I once compared the, um, the town I went to high school in, uh, to a, uh, North Korean prison. <laughs> Unfavorably, I compared it to a North Korean prison camp. So, you know, I, right. I, I understand. I understand right. the impulse. Right. Right. The, the thing that I think drives me more nuts than, uh, like, going too hard on Kansas city or like on one's hometown is the people that wear that have the native stickers here in Colorado. Like good job. Your parents fucked here. Like there's no, like what did you do about it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, yeah. So anyway, I just, I wanted to get that off the, off at the top. I appreciate your email, Jared. And, uh, 
And I mean, if you happen to be north of the river, go get a Hayes hamburger. So please do that and report back. If there's one thing I can be trusted for, it is Kansas City food takes. So, yeah. Right. What's really funny about your Kansas City food stuff, and this is a total now, now it's just total tangent at this point. If we will get back to cars. What I love about it is that I've always known you to be, sweets aside, a fairly healthy eater. Right. I have never once (laughs) heard you recommend like a salad. (laughs) Right. Or even really a vegetable (laughs) of any sort. In Kansas City, right? It is, it is, uh, smoked meats, uh huh, burgers, yeah, greasy or burgers, some combination of the two, uh huh, yeah. Ian, it's Kansas City, right? They <laughs> grow all. It's like when we went to Wisconsin; they grow all the vegetables there and then ship them the fuck out of the state. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. No, there's like. There's some fantastic, like, when the farm-to-table, like, restaurant movement, like, started happening, in Kansas City, it was great, because the farm is, like, right here. (laughs) Like, it is right there, you know? Yeah. So, that kind of stuff was fantastic. So, yes. Yes. Also, like, you know, I do eat fairly healthy. Not as healthy as I should, right? Um, But, uh, I mean, like, nobody, like, really, like, remembers, like, the... the, It look. Nobody pines for the the salad that they had that like really saved them some calories for the day. Right. Right. No, it's, you know? Yeah. 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 So anyway, I, yeah. If anyone ever says like, oh, you're going to whatever city, you got to try the salad. Right. Right. Exactly. Stop talking to that person immediately. (laughs) The only, (laughs) the only exception to that is Chicago and Lou Malnati's salad. Like the okay. first, I mean, it's not a healthy salad. It's delicious, right? Yeah. So I can only imagine there's like four types of cheese on it. Uh, no, like the ingredients are like solidly balanced. It's like a legit good salad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know? So anyway, but um, yeah. So Ian, yes. this show this evening, it's very near and dear to our hearts and our minds and our butts, mm-hmm. right? Because the theme of tonight's show is what, Ian? All things technical, tech, techie, <laughs> IT, cars. We didn't discuss the name of this show ahead of time. You've sprung this on me, and I've failed miserably. What does it What does it say in the talkabouts, Ian? Oh, Episode- it says tech show nerd scream. <laughs> tech show nerd scream. Ian, we're doing a tech show. Why? Why are we qualified to do a tech show, Ian? Why? No, apparently I can't even read. So, uh, yeah. Um, well, uh, between us, we have, I'm going to say, 175 years of IT experience. Approximately, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, it feels that way sometimes. Yeah. No, you are a, uh, a, a systems guy, an architect now. Yeah, enterprise architect, yeah. Enterprise architect, and I am... Uh, a uh, f- fairly competent network engineer. Yeah, it, you know, humility and self-deprecation runs deep in the automotive podcasting community and the IT community. Go figure that that's our bread and butter. Right. Um, and uh, and yeah, so we we have we bring uh, I think a unique perspective. Some of these like tech car intersection. Type Absolutely. Stories. Absolutely. Right. 
Ian, like tech runs deep with both of us. Like whether we want to admit it or not, right? Like what did you just show me before we started recording? I got my canned air. Yeah, you got, got your can- and, and and where's oh yeah, I got a little computer blower outer. Yeah. A different uh, rechargeable computer blower outer. See? There you go. There you go, right? I've got a drone controller right here, right? Yeah. Tech tech runs deep with you and I, right? You know? Yeah. Right? So the the story that inspired this episode where I wanted to do a, a tech-centric episode was the story from The Drive about how BMW would publicly shame out-of-warranty drivers with smart art billboards and license plate readers and stuff like that. And in typical fashion, that story was like overblown or BMW decided to walk it back after it was getting a lot of bad press. Right. Right. But like the thing, the thing that you and I hear when we see a story like that is not like, well, that's an intrusion of privacy or blah, blah, blah. You know, like any of the bad things about it. We just look at something like that and go, well, yeah, that's possible. Like, and tech people are going to continue to be shitty tech people, right? Like, you know, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's also, I mean, there's also an element of, like, I'm glad other people are figuring out that this is possible and that it's a problem. Right. Um, Because there's always, a like, I think, you know, probably in your organization and in your past past jobs or whatever, you've had people ask you, can I do this? And it's like, well, you can, right? But shouldn't, right? The difference between can and should, right? Mm-hmm. Right. The question that is very hard to pin down in that, like, either tech to tech interface or tech to like general population interface, right? Yeah. Yes. You know, or tech yeah. to government, right? Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Is this the same way that you were telling me about? <laughs> it is, Ian. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I I kind of was talking about this in context of um, some political news on Twitter the other day, but basically, part of the reason that we screw up the can versus should thing is that we oftentimes misidentify the problem. Right. Right. And I, I have always, so tech people have a a thing called the OSI model and it's seven layers that the totality of which kind of explain how computer systems talk to one another. Right. And those seven layers are technical, you know, ranging from like, Hey, my cable's unplugged to somebody miswrote an application right layer eight is sort of like usually when it people talk about it it's like management or right yeah like management decisions or stuff like that operations right Right. yeah politics like like job politics right the politics of one's workplace right layer eight problems right it falls outside of that seven layer the actual things that are doing the tech work right right exactly Yes. yes And I think every, if any, you talk to any IT person who's, or tech person who's been in this field for long enough, you'll, and you'll run into situations where 
and they'll recognize it where someone will ask them to solve a problem that is really a layer eight problem yes with a technical solution mm-hmm. and it never works right it never once works right you know and my sort of th- rule that i say is that you can't solve a layer eight problem with technology you can only move the problem or make a new one you're exactly right i i really like that like that it that you can't solve it but what you are doing is you are moving the problem or you're creating a new one, right that is a really important thing when it comes to technology and how we interact with it and how cars and our infrastructure interacts with it like so many things like that right my right. like my simplified version of that back in the day when i would kind of deal with that more like end user support stuff was um was you can solve a, a, a problem two ways either with technology or with management right yes and and so like i remember uh somebody wanting to install some kind of software that would like audit whether or not people had read an email right and right exactly right and this is a perfect example of something that should not be solved with technology it speaks to a workplace culture issue like you pointed out in your twitter thread right we're going to link to that in the show notes for sure right um yeah so it's it's just pointing the finger right at where the problem is and technology adding technology to the situation is absolutely not the right move right and right i think that a lot of times with cars we are in a situation where that that addition of technology is more of the well they could do it but they shouldn't have done it right they and and something like that bmw story with smart billboards shaming war you know out of warranty drivers stuff like that that obviously falls to the side that they should not do that, you know, even though they could. The pieces are there, right? Um, right. Yeah. You, like, you can make a connection to a database from a license plate reader. That's easy, right? <laughs> should you be doing that and putting it on a billboard and saying, like, hey, you know, Tanner, <laughs> you're out of warranty, buddy. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. Right. And and I it's oftentimes just mis you know you're you're misidentifying your what your problem is right so so take the BMW example when if BMW yeah. is coming to that conclusion that there's going to be some kind of interaction or smart billboard what is the underlying problem there that like truly needs to be solved well the underlying problem is that their 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 legacy buyers are not motivated to buy their new cars. Right, exactly, exactly, right? And maybe if you stopped, I don't know, routing oil through an alternator bracket, they would be motivated to buy your cars. Or just stop making your grills bigger. <laughs> and make exciting cars again. Right. And, you know, whatever. I mean, whatever the answer is for that particular person. But Right, but that is definitely the problem. Right. And, right. and technology can solve lots of problems, but they're always inherently technology problems. Like the car solved a technology problem of the horse. Right. Right. Exactly. The horse solved the technology problem of walking. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. 
Yeah. And the, the, the basic thing is the, the layer eight problem remains the same of like, hey, I need to go there. Right. Right. Got to get from point A to point B. Right. That problem still exists. Right. Today. Right. We've just shortened it with technology. So we haven't completely solved that problem. It's just we've, you know, we've decreased it a little bit. Right. 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 We've made progress towards making the process more efficient. Right. 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 There's right. progression. The best case scenario for technology. Right. That it is an incremental step along the way to making things better. Right. Right. Now, the problem is that there's a lot of people who make their money from selling technology. Right. And I can't imagine what sort of terrible, sick person <laughs> would do, would work for such a company. Right. But, the, you know, Every technology vendor will tell you that they are going to solve your layer eight problem. Yes, that's the thing, right? And it's never true. Right, right. Um, we can, you know, we can address the technology shortfalls in your layer eight problem addressing currently. <laughs> it's a very different thing. It's a different conversation. It is. It is. And I'm going to your layer eight problem disappear <laughs> right <laughs> yes and so like i want to point to some examples of this in mobility because i've been thinking about this a lot so okay i think i was thinking about this in the context of like the kind of you know like the parlor getting kicked off aws and all that sort of stuff yeah yeah deplatforming yeah but there are also lots of examples in mobility and cars specifically like you know like the the goddamn electric scooters. Yes. Yeah. The bird right. scooters or the lime scooters. Yeah. Right. The problem was not that our scooters did not have motors in them. Is <laughs> that we don't fund public transportation properly. Exactly. Right. 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 Yes. Yeah. That that there were people that needed to go from point A to point B. Right. Mm -hmm. And yes. a lot of them. Right. And yeah. and littering the streets full of electric scooters isn't the way to solve it. Right. All of this insane investment towards autonomous cars, which will never happen, is not addressing the correct problem. The correct problem is or the, the problem is not that we don't we lack the technology to have a Jetsons car that takes us places. It's again, we don't fund right. our infrastructure properly we don't fund public transportation we don't fund all these other things and we don't train our drivers we don't invest right. in training drivers right the amount of money that it would take to properly do those things is nothing compared to what it would take to right. actually develop and put on the market a self-driving car that everybody can afford right right that was sustainable right yeah right yeah right it's it's crazy <laughs> this kind of stuff does keep us up a lot at night as tech folks right and we don't we don't we we don't wander into it too much on the show you know because it is a little bit disheartening right yeah well and it's also i mean i feel like we we've talked about this a little bit before and so it's kind of so at some point it feels like beating a dead horse a little bit true true um, but so 
it, but I, I think that like some of the pieces that work towards like say autonomous cars, like um, collision detection, like and prevention, right? That kind of stuff. The emergency braking systems, you know, to avoid collisions, like that kind of stuff. That's all good, right? And it solves the it it, it works towards solving a distracted driver problem, right? Or a reaction time of a driver problem right like that kind of stuff but what it would take to forklift like all of those individual components that kind of have their own little lane and are beneficial into a homogenous autonomous driving like suite right yeah that that's where i see the big issue right because to like properly bundle all that stuff is is the big effort, but like 12 people out on, out of 20 on the road, having radar guided cruise control doesn't disrupt like the other eight drivers. Right. But, well, I don't, I don't know. I, I kind of disagree with that a little bit because I think that part of the reason that that leap is so difficult is that, that idea of like not knowing, I think that, we're we're sort of trading distracted drivers, the distracted driver problem, which is absolutely a problem. Right. We're not we're kind of moving that problem to be now confused drivers because we don't know exactly when these systems are gonna take over. Right. Right. And if you are paying attention, it's actually sometimes more confusing. Like, am I in control of this vehicle or is the vehicle in control of the vehicle? Right, right. And and that is part of the reason that that final leap is so difficult because that handoff period is right is very confusing in yes. any car right and like we've talked about before it doesn't happen when you're in the middle of the road and nothing's going on right it happens right. when you're about to get into an accident or something like that something something you're being handed a very challenging situation right yeah so we're still left with the problem of we haven't trained our drivers properly. Right. Right. Which again, I feel like would be a much um, lower cost. Yes. To society financially than, than all of these systems that we're developing for these cars. And now, you know, only half the people have them because everyone else's car is 20 years old. You right. Know? Right. Right. I, I don't know. That's that's my that's my like frustration with the whole like uh, driver assist systems thing is is like it does it does change the behavior of the car on the road right as an observer you know I I mean you know with the radar kind of cruise control there's that thing of like are you passing someone. Right. Are you just hanging out in the left lane or is your radar guided cruise control just not letting you get close enough right. for me to recognize your intentions? Right. Anyway. But the pro but the problem is somebody in the left lane, <laughs> right? Well, no, that's true. And yes. it comes back to training, right? Yeah. Yes. You know, right. you're, you're right about that. Yeah. That's a good point. I don't know. Like I notice I, I notice a shift in your your vocal tone when we talk about topics like this. You get lower and quieter. And I I think that that speaks to a like 
this isn't a fun topic, right? This isn't like zany car show, but it is it is a more heady intellectual topic, right? It's it's well, I, it's a shower thoughty episode. Yeah, I think I do that too when I'm trying to be precise with my language maybe. Okay. Like I don't okay. Want to, I don't want to say something that I'm um you know, there's I think it's easy to to sound flippant about sure things like driver assist systems and and autonomous cars and stuff as like oh you know i don't want to be i'm not i don't want to sound like i'm a luddite because i don't think that's true right but at the same point same time there are definitely like issues with these things right 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 right. yes you're you're very realistic right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah you're not you don't have your head in the cloud right right what are so i think my my, the whole point of that of bringing that idea up at the top of this show is that i think it helps when new technologies are introduced especially when they become sort of like mainstreamed and people in congress start talking about them right right other people have you know i we kind of give tech like this kind of pass and in our heads and like well they're they're doing big things you know and right. it, obviously some of that shine has worn off in the last few years but there's still some of that and just because it's a cool technology or or it saw it seems to solve a problem doesn't mean that it does solve a problem right and it certainly doesn't mean that it's not going to make things worse right <laughs> right. right um so just taking a step back and kind of thinking about how what a technology is actually addressing as a problem and how it's going about it right. is important. That was it. No. That's, yeah. That's my whole thought. <laughs> Shake off the water from the shower, man. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Do you, do you have any like personal favorite ones, like personal things like, you know, I mean, it's like the, the the tweet that gets go that goes around every once in a while of like every six months a uh, someone in some tech bro in Silicon Valley reinvents the subway. Right, exactly. I, I I think the thing that I often reflect upon is the fact that like the people that can make the biggest change are the people that are least informed on the topic. Right? Like the legislative bodies typically are not the most well versed on technology. Right. Right. And I like, I, I don't know. And I think that there's, there's despair and comfort in it for me. Right. There's comfort that I don't feel like I'm going to have my vegan taken away from me anytime soon. Right. Except when rust comes calling. Right. That's (laughs) when it's going to be taken away. Right. It's not going to be by the government because it's on a non-compatible road. Right. You know, um, so there's there's that I take comfort in that there's we're still going to be able to have fun and and we're not going to have to work very hard to kind of carve out a space to have fun initial like in the next year or two. Right. You know, I don't see that changing very rapidly. Right. But so there's there's that gratitude there. Right. That we can keep doing that stuff right we can have some dumb cars um the despair is that it is slow moving right 
overall to have to have this ideal end state in mind where we could drastically reduce automotive fatalities and like you know all of this stuff right there's there are a lot of benefits right people dying in car accidents is a problem right and there are technologies that could make an incremental step in solving that like i mean like car collision technology jesus like could you imagine getting in a wreck in like say like a 1990 like honda civic right right i saw somebody driving a porsche um the little guy 550 on the highway at like 70 miles an hour what if you were in an accident you would just turn into a pink mist you like a 356, like the, the tiny, tiny little? No, 550, the little convertible, like the, the 550. Yeah. I know my Porsche 550, Ian. That was a James, that was. Uh, the James the, Dean. Yeah, the spider, the little guy. Yeah. Whether it was a replica or whatever. I was going to say, that must have been a replica. <laughs> yeah, like I, mean, a, I, I sent you a picture of it because I think they were uh, on a highway exit ramp. Back in the oh. day, yeah. Okay. I mean, it, like it was forever ago, probably before we even had the show, right? Oh, okay. okay but okay. I remember seeing something like that and the scale of it to other vehicles, right? Like it, it's just it's some thin sheet metal you're going to get dissolved, right? But like mm-hmm. collision technology nowadays is so crazy, right? So yeah. you know, I I know that people are going to continue making a best effort to reduce automotive fatalities, right? That kind of stuff, like I'm super in favor of, um, like those things that Volvo are doing, you know, like all of that stuff. Awesome. Great. So, you know, like anything, I think that the right approach is that you just kind of have to view it as both good and bad and be honest about the possible impacts of both ends of the spectrum, you know? Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, I know. It's, it's it's tough. I think I mean, I think I think part of my knee jerk with the driver assist things is is what we're talking about that it's a, it seems like misidentifying the problem. Like fixing a crash structure, that is a definite that's a for sure like you know, that's a technology problem insofar as it's like oh, our steering column goes through (laughs) right through the chest of the driver yeah right 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 and the real problem is that our drivers keep crashing (laughs) or is it our chest cavities are too soft (laughs) (laughs) but like i feel like the more immediate problem is the drivers are distracted now you know right right um so i mean like crash structures and airbags and seat belts and all that stuff i agree are obviously great right but at some point you do end up creating other problems. And, you know, the, the same argument was made with seatbelts too, of like, how am I going to be able to get out of the car and blah, 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 whatever. But I think that the more intrusive the technology into your actual driving, um, the more complicated those arguments become. Right. I, I get that. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it, there's a, like, I can see that being like a fairly linear graph, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Ian. Yes. 
Do you want to lighten things up a little bit? I would love to. Okay. Okay. Um, I have a license plate game for you. I have a vanity plate game for you. Okay. Uh, the vanity plate game. So for anyone who hasn't seen this, while well, Dave pulls it up, um, Dave gives me three cars with the vanity plates blacked out. Yes. And then he gives me the vanity plates and I have to match the vanity plate to the car. Yes. And I have a record that is, let me tell you, <laughs> mixed. You are correct. Okay. All right, Ian, I have three cars for you. And here's the thing, Ian. They, it, it's tech theme. Okay? All right. All right. So do you want the cars first or the plates first? This is your choice. This is a, a new thing I'm adding. Give me the cars first. Okay. All right. Okay. And, and because I want to give you my gut reaction of who drives this car. Okay. Good. I like I that. Think okay. It'll add a little component to it. Now, none of these are pictures that I've seen. They're the, the pictures that I've taken. None of these are pictures that I've seen. Then what are we even doing here, Dave? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I was watching a compilation on YouTube earlier today of uh, Steve Harvey Family Feud clips of people that just make dumb answers. Uh, I highly recommend finding those on YouTube and just putting them on the background when you're feeling bad or maybe not feeling so good about yourself. Because people yeah. say some dumb shit when they have studio lights pointed at them. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So busy day at work today? <laughs> Had it on in the background, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay. So, uh, so I found all these pictures on the internet. They're not mine. I didn't bother gathering, you know, credit. So here we go. Okay. Here's the first one, Ian, this picture people as well. Oh, yes. Yes. So this is a white Jaguar XK8. Yeah. That's what I was going to say too. Yeah. XK8. Yeah. Not a lot of information to go off of here. Right. Right. It's only it's not even the full back of the car. Right. But, but okay. when you Google for like tech vanity plates, it's hard to find something that shows even like even a bit of the car. I wanted you to have some context for these. So I picked things that do show a bit of the car and sometimes more. Oh. Okay. Okay. All right. So that's that's the first plate or first car there. White jaguar second car ian all right it is a silver pontiac grand prix Mm -hmm. okay nothing fancy like a gtp no no okay ian is scrutinizing the image notes making some notes we got a we got a trailer hitch okay well very observant ian for a bike rack we've got the sunroof cracked in the the vent position yeah like. yeah okay and it looks okay. very very clean it does it looks... okay. okay okay all right okay third plate you're gonna li- or third car you're gonna like this one all right here you go this one features the owner <laughs> in a, what is can only be described as a faded tommy bahama shirt all right mm-hmm. This gentleman has some facial piercings, lip and both eyebrows. He's got some pins in his pocket, and he's sitting in front of his maroonish red Honda Accord. 
Okay. And I'm just going to say, I've never met this person before. Okay. But I know this person. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. Right. Uh-huh. Every IT shop has this person. Uh-huh. If you work in IT and you um, look like you Googled uh, cool person from like three decades at a time. <laughs> right. If you somehow have uh, Neo from the Matrix and Jimmy Buffett integrated into your wardrobe, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. 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 Yeah. The sun, the sunglasses, man. I, for some reason, the sunglasses pull it together for me. Okay. Okay. They okay. bother you, huh? Yeah. No, it's just oh, like seal it up. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. For me, it's the stuff in his front pocket. Yeah. yeah. And also the fact that you can see the reflection of him taking the selfie in, oh, in the, the trunk of the car. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. All right, Ian. So let me give you what the plates are. Okay. Okay. All right. First plate. Letter S. Letter U, both capital, Sierra, uniform, space, okay, root, capital R, Oscar, Oscar, tango, SU root, okay? I've, already, I've, got, a, I've got a guess already for that one. All right. <laughs> okay. Sec, second plate, okay? All right. I need you to write this one down. It's going to get a little complicated, okay? All of these are capital, Okay. I'll do a phonetic for you, okay? Okay. Foxtrot. 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 Yeah. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Okay. All right. Last one, Ian. Mac Geek. M A C G E E K. Mac Geek. <laughs> and I, that's that sigh from Ian was me just dropping a hand grenade into whatever theory he had for this vanity yeah. plate. Yeah, buddy. Okay. Wow. Okay. You, you've got the Honda Accord guy. Mm-hmm. You've got the Grand Prix Pontiac Grand Prix. All right. Mm-hmm. And you've got the white Jaguar. Okay. Oh man, this is tough. <laughs> well, Ian, it's a tech show. Tech isn't my, easy. My first thought was that SU Root was the last gentleman. Oh, was this guy in front of his Honda Accord? But now I'm thinking that that might be Mac Geek. Okay, all right. <sighs> hmm, this is really hard. You know what, Ian? Remember when you were taking standardized tests in school back in the day, right? You had your, I don't know, uh, REM shirt on, right? You're sitting there with your, with your snappy shorts and your REM oh, concert yeah. shirt. <laughs> um, all right. Right? Trust your gut. Trust your first instinct. That would uh, so be- my first instinct is that the F's go with the Grand Prix. Okay. All right. I don't know why. Okay. Okay. But that's 
that's my that's my thought. Okay. Okay. See, so the, the, the hex, hex goes with the with the Grand Prix. Okay. All right. And then I'm going to say SU Root goes with the Jag. Okay. Okay. And Mac Geek is the Honda. Okay. Okay. I think you gave them to me in order is what I'm saying, which is okay. a bold guess. Okay. How many did I get right? And is it more than zero? <laughs> it is more than zero. Is it more than two? Well, you can't get only two <laughs> right <laughs> when there's three. <laughs> no, it is, it is not more than two. Would you like to change your answer? I would like to change my answer. Okay. All right. Okay. I will say that for one of them to decide one of them, all of the data that you need is present. Okay. Dead, dead air. Dead air. Right. Ian is thinking. I'm. I. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right? I'm guessing. It's in, I'm guessing it's in the Honda that there's data that I'm missing. No, I think it's much more obvious than like the weird reflection or something like that. Right. I think it's it's much more obvious than that. Yeah. Is it like the name of one of the cars? Do do you want do you want to go to a story and come back to this or do you want to No. Okay. Uh, okay. What is the hex address all Fs? What is that? Don't no no. no. Now I'm going crazy. Yeah, you can't Google. You can't Google. I can't Google that? No, no, you can't Google that. You can't Google that. Okay. All right, I need you to keep moving the cursor on the talk about document so I know you're not googling it. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell when Ian is bored doing the show because I see his cursor jump around in the shared Google Doc that we have. A terrible clicker. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh huh. All right. Okay. So, so in summation, your answer was F's for the Pontiac, right? SU root for the Jag and Mac addict for the Honda. Correct. I'm going to switch the Pontiac and the Jag. That's my, that's my change. Boom. All three. Correct. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. Here's, here's the real pictures. Here's the real pictures. All right. First up, you got your buddy, the Mac geek. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, that, that, that fits as, okay. So I, there Apple users are a spectrum. Okay. All right. Uh -huh. There's the casual Apple user, right? That might have a MacBook or just might have an iPhone and that's it, right? Mm -hmm. Then there's somebody like me that is pretty deep in the Apple ecosystem, but it only goes so far, right? I, I have Apple Music, but I still don't let them touch my goddamn MP3 library, right? And I don't, I don't own an iPad, right? You know, stuff right. like that, right? I don't have an iWatch, right? So this is picky. Then there's people that are just straight up all in, right? Yeah. Everything they have is Apple. Then there's the people that tell you about it. <laughs> that, is, that is the the top tier of Apple folks, right? 
when that is part of their identity other than just being in an ecosystem that does work right yeah yeah so yeah. there you go so that thank you mr Mackey. right mm-hmm. second ian right we have the uh the pontiac grand prix so uh, this is the su route right so i had to pick this one because you could see the car i wanted you to at least have a car in all of these right so this was the most kind of wild cardy it could go any way right yeah, and I think what was what's hard about this picture is that it's clearly an older picture. Uh huh. Because you look at the other cars. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So your your kind of idea of like who drives this car is a little bit wonky because it's like I said, it's clearly an older picture. Right. If that was somebody driving that car today and it was that clean, right? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. you, you'd yeah. kind of feel differently about the license plate choice, right? Yeah. Right. Um, so then here we have the Jaguar with FFFFFF because that is the HTML color code for white. Oh, okay. 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 Right. I get it now. Right. So my clue made sense. You have all the information you need, right? Okay. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Similar. So similarly, there's also a spectrum of Linux users. Yes. I'm on the part of the spectrum where I have to uh, Google to do everything. <laughs> um, and then there's the people who, again, tell you about it. <laughs> True. Yeah, there's there's the Linux users that have a, a quite a impressive command and can actually make it through a VI document with editing a document in VI without swearing. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then there's the Linux users or Unix users that tell you about it. Right. And, yeah, and we'll jump into any conversation about any other computer issue that someone else in their life is having with, yeah, it's not a problem in Linux. <laughs> right. Right. Well, nobody makes software for it. So, <laughs> yeah. Not true. Not so true anymore. Yeah. That was a tough one, Dave. Well, I think you did really well. You got the Mac person right off the bat. Ian. Well, his face was in it. So. <laughs> I mean, I, graphic designers and Linux users basically don't have faces. So. <laughs> you know what? I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, so that's that was the geeky license plate game for you, buddy. Right. OK. All right. What? I like that. What what else you want to hit on here? We we've got a couple other things we could talk about. We could talk about how um, Biden is having plans to replace government fleet of vehicles with electric vehicles, right? Yeah. What's your what's your take on that? Give me give me a take. You know, I think it's a great idea, and actually, I read an article today about how that it will likely not apply to the post office. Oh, okay. Um, even though the postal vehicles are like like perfect candidates most postal vehicles are right like so the longest route in the country is 158 miles long okay but everyone else you know like here in denver like think about it like they're doing like 30 miles true fantastic and then they park in the same parking lot every night exactly exactly the thing with the post office is like they could absolutely make a significant portion of their vehicles electric, right? 
And they have a long history of using alternative fuels for post office vehicles, right? But the whole thing about the post office is they're like, when it comes to like them versus UPS or FedEx or DHL or any of those other folks, they're like, motherfuckers, we like have a government mandate to get that last mile that often you folks hand stuff off to us to deliver, right? Right. They hit the places that other places absolutely will not go, right? UPS can just not deliver somewhere if they don't want to. They just hand it off to the post office, right? So I think for those kind of like more challenging environments, you know, maybe keep them down on the list and maybe convert them last, right? Of course, yeah. Right. But overall, post office, slam dunk, right? Yeah. Yeah. However, they there's like all this like layer eight stuff Mm -hmm. uh, kind of way of that. Um, the way that they're funded and and, and yeah. the, uh, the politics around giving them extra money and all that sort of stuff. So that's unfortunate because that would be like a, it's a huge chunk of the government fleet. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, how many po- how many stamps do we have to buy to get them a Tesla? <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, some of the government fleet, it would be difficult. I mean, a lot of the government fleet would be easy to do i think right because it's things where like you're driving the same route every day or you're not driving that far or whatever it is right and you're returning it to the same place every night it's not like you know you gotta go do an overnight trip yeah yeah right so yeah no i think it's a it's a fantastic idea and it's another way to kind of like help build an economy of scale to make electric cars more affordable for everybody exactly right and to help boost the infrastructure that supports electric cars right yes yeah Yeah. yes fleet sales of electric cars would be a great place to get to exactly right right whether it's the government or anyone else doing right right and i think that this is this is an excellent kind of loop back on like the the zero sum conversation that we had where this is absolutely a, pro- a progressive step that would help everyone in the long run, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, who cares if you, you know who who's going to argue that um, you know uh, someone driving a route with a government vehicle needs to hear the sound of whatever terrible four cylinder they have? <laughs> right. Right. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like soulful machines now. Right, right, right. For enjoyment. So who cares? Like, do yeah, it. Right. Yeah. No, there's there's many, many gains, right? Just to be on the immediate. Yeah. No, that's awesome, right? Um, yeah. And then another thing that you had on here was about like the t- – um, s- what which one is this one? This was an NBC News article. Let me copy this and pop it over in the shared browser. Uh, yeah, so this is about how um, basically what oh, happened wrong one. with the data that that your car collects. Yes, already today. So this is beyond like, um, you know what might happen in the future when um, autonomous cars become connected and start talking with infrastructure and stuff, which we've talked about in the past. Right. Right. This is just what's happening today with your car. So, I mean, you know, we've talked, we've joked on the show before about how, like, um, if 
there is a heaven and you have to do good deeds to get into it. My entry will be based solely on the number of uh, fellow car renters uh, data I've deleted out of cars. Absolutely. Absolutely. The Bluetooth devices you've deleted from, from rental cars, right? Yes. This, right. this tech good deed that you just spread across the country pre pandemic, right? Yes. Yes. Right. While I would go to hell because Waze knows every single time I've spent. <laughs> right. Yeah. That data is there. That data is there. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So when, when I saw this article about how police have data now that they can, you know, blow up alibis, they can actually have a source of truth according to the car for a sequence of events. Right. Yeah. And like, I instantly think about all the times that Waze knows that I've broken the speed limit. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, they, they talked in here about correlating, you know, your car knows and records when your door opens. Yes. Okay. And that gets recorded. And they were talking about correlating that timestamp with uh, surveillance footage. Oh, okay. Okay. And like everybody's I, on NTP now, right? We all have like synced clocks. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you really want to go down a rabbit hole, yeah. Listen, who's somehow still with us, uh, just read about like, or, or there was a great, um, there was a really good, uh, like, uh, This American Life, I think it was, about just time and like how, um, how we've gotten closer and closer and closer to being on the same time as each other and like what a radical change that has been. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Like going from like how like standard time was developed because of the railroads, because you'd have like trains show up and people would miss trains because they thought it was 20 minutes ago. Right. Their four o'clock wasn't the trains four o'clock. Right. Yes. Uh-huh. And so that, you know, kind of everybody getting on the same time was not even a thing that was real until the train, because it was kind of moving faster than um, than anything else. Had right. Been. Right. Because time was set then by like the old school game of telephone. Like, what time do you have? What will you know what? And like everyone setting their watch off of that. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, on the position of the sun. And all well, that, yeah. But, but, you know. Anyway, 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 so this is another thing of like, you know, you being aware of what technology is doing, what and right, right. Yes. Read the data out of your car, people. <laughs> yes. Don't make Ian come over to your rental car, right? Yeah. After you wheel it into the enterprise lot with a scratch that wasn't there when you checked it out. Mm -hmm. Right <laughs> after you done crime, <laughs> yeah. After you done did crime, right? Yeah. And but you paired your Bluetooth phone. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Okay. All right. You should check out this article. I'll link it in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting, and there's some really kind of like crazy implications for privacy and stuff. But um, especially as this kind of develops and gets more pervasive right right yeah uh ooh. should we yeah i'm sleepy i'm sleepy
We've got Crypt Keeper Dave. Dangerous. Uh-huh. It's nine oh four, Ian. Crypt Keeper Dave is here. Look at these bags under my eyes. I know. Yeah, they Let's just show up. up with an FMK cars. Okay, FMK cars is the game we play on the show to keep Dave awake at night. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do because we're doing a tech show. Uh huh. We're gonna do a system update FMK cars. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So- this was an FMK cars that we did back in the day. Okay. But now I've updated it. We've done, we finally stopped snoozing it after gotcha. all these weeks of getting that notification. Right. And we've finally gotten the update. And wouldn't you know it, it's worse than it was before. I was going to say, we booted into some doc icons that we don't like. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Don't get me started on Big Sur sir (laughs) yeah okay so the first one the the original one was um it was i tried to have you play a 30 rock clip (laughs) not successful oh the synergy yes the 30 rock synergy that's the best presentation i've ever seen yes Yes. okay okay companies and their supercars okay quickly run through that one so you can remember uh, it was uh, Pagani got, got bought by Tinder, and okay. by this car, you became their brand ambassador. Okay. Um, uh, Ferrari was bought by Facebook, so now you shout like at every snippet of the conversation <laughs> you over here. Like. Yeah. Uh, and all, oh, this was prescient. Oh, man. I wrote this several years, a few years ago now. Oh, yeah? Whenever someone posts some wackadoodle conspiracy theory or political view on Facebook, you believe it with all your heart and talk about it IRL. No, Ian, you you predicted QAnon. I did. I may have willed it into being. I'm sorry. Everybody. Are you are you Q? Is Q as hairy as you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the last one was the Porsche GT. Porsche is owned by Microsoft. You're a Microsoft guy. Yeah and say things like actually my windows phone will do everything your iphone can do you have a zune <laughs> oh you enter every room like steve ballmer at the 2006 market that's Center. right i actually thought about buying a zune on ebay just to see if i could move it to flash storage would it be like so i'm probably still not good yeah yeah i okay. for some reason i wanted a brown mp3 player <laughs> <laughs> yeah Okay, so okay. this one's called Please Update Your Systems, New Tech Companies and Their New Supercars. Okay, okay, I like this. I like this. Okay. All right. So the first one is a McLaren 720S. Okay. 720S. It looks like all the other McLarens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Gotcha. But now Twitter owns McLaren. Oh, okay. All right. And now you are the human equivalent of doom scrolling. Ah, okay. Drive to places and get out and kind of just deliver a stream of bad news. Okay. Start your conversation with a quick story about a cute animal. Yes. Okay. Okay. What gets people going? You have to get that initial dopamine hit. Yeah. Yeah. And then just. Terrible statements from politicians. Gotcha. Bad news about the pandemic. Okay. And then a puppy video. 
And then just yeah, just a little taste. <laughs> right, right, right. Sprinkle of otter. Yeah, or I just show them box art from an 80s Nintendo game. Hmm? Mm-hmm. If right. you're anything like my Twitter feed. Yeah. Yeah. And then back to Doom. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Okay. All right. McLaren and Doom. I'm making a note. Okay. Okay. Now, the next one is a Lamborghini Huracan rear wheel drive, which is supposed to be a just amazing car. Okay. We work bought Lamborghini somehow. Do you remember? We work. Oh, yeah. God, are they still in business? The shared workplace thing? are somehow yeah it was the shared workplace that was supposed to be like disruptive but it was a shared workplace like yeah. it was not anything different than anyone was has been doing for like 30 years right right um, and it, and they kind of went bust because they were paying like crazy money and they got their stock got like way overvalued and then they all kind of fell out from underneath them right right so your car is an internet hotspot Oh, okay. Maker and a foosball table in the frunk. <laughs> and you can't afford your lease payment in the slightest. Oh, okay. So this is, uh, I mean, you're playing fast and loose. It's all going to trump crumble down at some point, but you got a Lamborghini. You got people working. Yep. They have espresso. They're stylish with the foosball tables. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Disrupt yourself right back into your parents' basement. <laughs> okay you got it you got it okay all right i like that this last one is very timely okay corvette c8 oh okay one let's pretend that the zr1 version is out you can have the top of the line crazy one okay and this one is this the catch for this one is actually inspired by uh, uh our our old friend of the show Derek mead Oh yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Um, he tweeted something the other day, which I thought was really, really funny. Um, and of uh, motherboard and vice, yeah, Derek Mead, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's great. He's so great. If you click on the reference, if you. Oh reference, yeah, that's right. Okay. He said, "Hacking CarPlay to integrate Robinhood so that my car buys random <laughs> stock at a rate based on the accelerator position." <laughs> okay. So. Your car will buy and sell stock uh, based on your inputs in the car. I like that your reply honk the horn to sell it all. <laughs> did Derek like that or was that someone else that liked it? Okay. Okay. When you get a like from the person that started it. Yeah, that's gold. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right, so I have a Corvette with stonks. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Stonked Corvette, which is way less cool than a donked Corvette. It is. It is. Depends on the stonk you're buying, but yeah. So what's my portfolio like, bro? Uh, you know what? It depends on what you're typing into the CarPlay. Okay. You know? Okay. All right. Okay. All right, so so if I'm driving very lightly, I'm just making minimal investments, right? If I'm hammering it, then I'm like I'm buying like Bed Bath and Beyond, right? Yes, then it's full on stonks. Yes. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, now seems like a great time to pick up BlackBerry stock. 
Yeah. And if you don't know what stonks are, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't live on the internet like us two assholes. Yeah. Right? Less online than us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Um, oh, man. Okay. So I don't gamble, right? I don't like have much of a stock portfolio. I can't do that kind of stuff, right? I, it never pans out for me. You know? I am extremely bad at it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, you could basically make a living doing the opposite of what I do. Yes. Right? Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. So I think I do have to kill the vet and the stonks. Okay. But I'm intrigued by the idea. You know how often I do actually drive like a real human grandpa, right? Yeah. How often is that, right? It's fairly often. I drive like it's a grandpa. You would have a very large portfolio of like bonds. <laughs> Just very, very safe things, right? Yeah. Like a savings account with like 0. 0.0001% interest. <laughs> right. Yeah. The most tame money market account you could possibly find, right? Mm -hmm. But I, I, I'd want to get a little cheesy with the vet, you know? And I, yeah. I can't have that ding in my portfolio than it already is digging my, you know, speeding tickets and, you know, all of that stuff, right? Okay. So I, I, I think I do have to kill the, I think I have to kill the vet. Okay. Um, and then, you know, oh man. Okay. No, no, no. I, I'm going to marry the vet. I'm, I'm making an abrupt turn. <laughs> I'm going to marry the vet. Okay. All right. Okay. I have reasons. I'm going to come back to it. Okay. Okay. McLaren, the McLaren and doom scrolling. Okay. I could not inflict that on another human being. Right. And, and go to sleep at night. Right. If I was the source of false dopamine and addiction, right. If that came back to me, I'd be very sad. So I had, I think I had, I'm going to F the McLaren and just do that for a, di no, no, no. Kill the McLaren. Right. <laughs> I know I'm all over the map. This is sleepy day. I'm all over the map. Kill the McLaren. Then for the Huracan and the, the internet hotspot, the, you know, the WeWork stuff, just yeah. single day, just blaze that fucker right towards the horizon, right? Yeah, much just, like WeWork itself, yeah. Right? Just a brick on the accelerator, right? Yeah. yeah, right? Yeah. So you and I are Thelma and Louising in the Huracan, right? And then for the vet with stocks, the reason I'm marrying that is to just take you for rides and continue driving like a grandpa and just watch you lose your mind as like 600 horsepower is just put to waste. And I'm only using like four of it. <laughs> right. And I'm, every now and then I'm like, mm, I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to I'm going to go past 1200 RPM. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. yeah right. yeah so I, th I think it'd be fun to antagonize you with that and also putter around in a corvette yeah yeah okay. I, I like a good putter in a car yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you do i i drove my buddy steven's um audi that he had before his current one and uh it was you know one of the 3.0 supercharged you know a6s and uh, i drove it like a grandpa he's like dude like i've been with you and your sob like what are you doing? I was like, well, it's your car. I just, I just like driving it. You know, it's very nice. It's like, get on it. 
<laughs> uh, it's just a nice car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I, I appreciate you updating it. What What do you think you would do? I think, I mean, honestly, the 720S, I feel like that catches it super far off of just how I am now. <laughs> True. You know what? That's a good point. That's a good point. Okay. Um, I do think the idea of just knowing the bottom's going to fall out and just do, do, doing it for one day in a blaze of glory. Like, I know that that reality would be the same with the Corvette. Okay. For some reason, I feel like uh, having the hope that it wouldn't be would be more destructive. Oh, you know what? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. You know what kills you? That hope. Yeah. That, that's how they get you. If you know your fate is sealed, like, just go right. for it. Have right. fun. You can. Right. Right. If you think that there's a chance you're going to come out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that knowing myself, I would do the Lamborghini for a day and I would marry the McLaren. Okay. Okay. All right. And I think that's probably what I would do. If it was just the cars, I think I would marry the Lambo. Okay. Yeah. Right. And I, and I do want to like lightly correct it. I don't think that that's how like the doom scrolling is not you. I think that that's just how general conversation with other humans is right now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. So it's not just you. You're not a human doom scroll. I think just general conversation with somebody is. Right? Right, right, right. Yeah. 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 So I appreciate that, Ian. That's a good one. Thank you. I'm very sleepy. We did a car show. We did. We did, Ian. And it was sort of about pewters. Uh-huh. Yeah, we talked about computers and cars. We did We did such a good job. Good boy. And I, I apologized for yelling at Kansas City. Yeah. And uh-huh. we played a license plate game and an FMK cars. Yeah. Successful show. Absolutely. Yes. Ian, uh, people can check for the, the, the links. I'll put some links in the show notes this time. Start making yeah. a habit of more of that stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you can probably tweet something at some place at some time. I, I can. You, what? We'll tweet. We'll, we'll, tweet we'll tweet a thing. <laughs> sure, we'll do it. We'll, if we want to, we'll do it. Uh, you can call us, leave us a voicemail, or send yeah. us a text message with even a photograph. Yes. 720-515-1391. Almost gave out my work phone number. <laughs> what's in my in my brain well that's it's a good thing we just don't broadcast this straight to the internet there's some editing that happens yeah. or you can email us at apexadjacent at gmail.com yes absolutely so do all that i don't know for fun just drop by itunes or apple Podcasts and give us a review we haven't yeah. had one of those for a while yeah yeah that would be that would be lovely, lovely right fun for the whole family yeah, absolutely. We have some more stuff that we're um, excited about coming up. Some uh, some stuff. So uh, you know, stay tuned. But yeah, mm-hmm. we uh, time. We love you, everybody. Stay safe. Goodbye.